Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hola mujer, welcome to the Fearless Mujer podcast. I'm Micaela, the voice behind the mic and the creator of this podcast. I'm the author of the book, Dear Fearless Mujer, You Were Created for More, where I share my raw journey of healing, finding my voice, and true identity. Amiga, I'm truly on a mission to empower Latinas everywhere to know that their setbacks, pain, trials, and heartache cannot stop them from stepping into their God-given purpose. On this podcast, I'll empower you to let go of your limiting beliefs so you can step into your confidence and never have to dim your light again. Girl, this is your space to shine. No matter what season of life you find yourself in, here you'll be equipped with tools that will help you heal, accomplish your goals, and dream big so you can impact those around you. And if you've been looking for your tribe, well, you just found it. Girl, just like you, I'm a busy mujer. I'm balancing life, marriage, motherhood, and business. One cup of cafecito at a time. But I also know that being in community is so powerful. The Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast, it's a sisterhood. And together we'll dive into this journey of life, motherhood, business, and whatever else you got going on. So you ready? Grab your cafecito and let's do this. Hey girl, welcome to a new episode of The Fearless Mujer. This is Micaela. So excited that you're here. Hey, we're on season four. It is so crazy that so much time has passed. I feel like it's been a long time, but then it's also been a short time. But this is season four, episode two. And I just want to thank you for being on this journey with me. I will warn you ahead of time. My dog is with me and she's making some weird sounds. So if you hear anything in the background, it is my dog. Her name is Abby. She's actually my first dog. I had her, I had rescued her, I should say, of like nine years ago, I believe. So yeah, she's my first dog. I love her. She's a little crazy. Chihuahua, Jack Russell. Um, But leave it to me to get a crazy dog, right? So hey, If you're a fur baby mom, I just want to give you a shout out because I love my fur baby. Anyway, listen, today's episode is going to be for those of you who have ever thought about having a coaching business or coaching other women, because one of the things that women ask me a lot is, how did I get into coaching? How did I start doing this? And I am currently helping a couple of women with their coaching business. They want to start coaching and helping other women. And they really have a lot of experience, a lot of talent, I will say, a lot of gifts, because you can get certified to do coaching. I always say you don't have to, because if you have a lot of life experience and you have learned something that you are able to really help others you have a solution to their problem, 
then you're qualified. However, yes, you can get certified to learn practical tools and tips and things that are going to make you a better coach. And that's always amazing. I'm currently, I am a certified life coach and I'm also getting my certification also through John Maxwell. So it's awesome, right? Because you continue to grow and learn. But what I will say to you is that you do not need a certification because if you have life experience and you know that, and we'll get deeper into that, um, and you know that you are able to help others. What I've learned also is that when you finally get into coaching, you've actually already been mentoring others and helping them to some capacity. So you are more than qualified, right? Um, especially if you're a mom and you've managed to take care of humans and they're fine, <laughs> right? You are more than qualified. So listen, I do talk a little bit about like getting into coaching and podcasting, how it wasn't in my plan. I do talk about that in my new book, which just released yesterday. So, oh my goodness, it's cool. It's so crazy. I said this on the last episode that I feel like I had a baby thinking about all the hard work that I did. And finally, it's here. It's tangible. And girl, seriously, if I was not the author of this book, I would buy it because it's beautiful. It is so pretty. So dear fearless Muhad, you were created for more. A journey to healing, letting go and finding purpose has officially released. And I want to say thank you to you for being such a big part of this sisterhood. Like I say all the time, this is not just a podcast. It is truly a sisterhood. And what better way to have something that shows our sisterhood um, than a book, something tangible. So listen, if you have not gotten your copy, it's on other online bookstores besides Amazon. I don't know all of them, but I will tell you, um, if you got a Walmart card, girl, go get your book on walmart.com, okay? Um, you can type my name or type Dear Fearless Mujer, search it, it'll pop up. It has a really pretty girl on the cover um, with her chongo, her hoops. So girl, get your book. Um, also Barnes & Noble, I don't know if they have a rewards thing and you're doing that, you can do that as well. Or Amazon, that's always easy. But go get the book. We're also going to be having a book club starting August 4th. It was originally going to be on the 21st, but I want to make sure that everybody gets their book on time. So you can register for that by going to rebrand.ly forward slash fearless book club, capital letters. I'll put it in the show notes like I always do. And you can go ahead and read this book in community, even if you already started reading it. I know some of you, I got a few texts from some of like my close virtual friends. And then I got some DMs uh, with women just telling me that they have not been able to put it down. It's really been so encouraging and inspiring. And so even if you've read it, girl, come join us at the book club, because I want to know you. You are a big part of this podcast. I said this the other day also. There's about 38,000 downloads on this podcast. And girl, I am listening to all those episodes. Okay. That's not me. That's you. So thank you for being part of this beautiful community. I will do some giveaways during book clubs. So make sure you're there. Um, we also have a private group for that. Once you register, you can go ahead and um, join me. 
hey, if you want to show your sisterhood too, uh, go to rebrand.ly forward slash cafecito mug, capital letters. Get your cafecito and amigas mug. I used to give out these different, really cool coffee mugs during cafecito nights, but now you can get your own cafecito mug. And I just want to say thank you. I wanted to do something to really create a community and something to really show our love for one another because that's what I've experienced during Cafecito Night. I put it together, but really, truly, it is you guys who make it so special. So listen, I'm going to talk a little bit about the whole coaching thing. It's just going to be kind of an introduction to that. But then also, I am going to read um, not the rest of chapter one, but part of chapter one again. I started to read it on the last episode, which was uh, season four, episode one, which you can just go back and look that up. Um, just one more episode before this. And I started to read it there. So I, if you're hearing me, I'm like writing something down. Um, but I'm going to read part of it again today, and then I'll probably finish it off on the next episode. So for those of you who don't have your book yet, Hey, by the way, if you love uh, Kindle edition, Girl, you can get your ebook right now. You can go to Amazon, get it on Kindle. Um, I think it's on Nook also, which is pretty cool. So for those of you who don't like to read a book, an actual book, um, girl, just keep listening, right? I'm going to tell you more about it and read a little bit more about it. So just stick around. Um, I feel like I'm having cafecito with you anyway, so it's all good. But listen, let's talk about this coaching thing, Okay. Because I, I'm not even kidding. I'm not hyping it up. I have a lot of women come to me and ask me, how did you get into coaching? How did you do it? And I'm actually thinking about having a masterclass. So if you want more info about that masterclass, DM me on Instagram at the Fearless Mujer Podcast. If you're not following me yet, girl, please go follow me because that's the best way for us to connect. If you want me to come to your podcast or you have a speaking thing that you're doing, maybe an event, a workshop, a church thing, um, a mastermind, you want me to pop in, anything like that, uh, reach out to me on Instagram at the Fearless Mujer Podcast. If you want to be more professional, you can go to fearlessmujer.com forward slash contact. But listen, here's where I want to start, okay? When you want to get into coaching and you're kind of feeling that nudge and sometimes we'll tend to think like, no, I'm crazy. Like I couldn't do that. That's not for me, right? Because before I was in the coaching arena, before I was in this world, this is to me like my lifestyle, my world. A lot of my friends are coaches. So we start doing, you know, um, we start talking in that coaching lingo, right? So here's the thing. A lot of times we will think, oh, no, that's for these huge, like, motivational speaker type people or, like, really, you know, up there people, wealthy people, right? I want you to know this, okay? You are no different from them. Sure, you may have a different background. Um, you may have a different life experience, definitely, for sure. I know I do. However, that doesn't mean that that's not for you that it's only for other people. One of the things that I talked about in the book was the that's not for me lie, right? Oh, that's not for me. No, I couldn't do that. That's not for me. And it is a lie that really that's not for me, that you tell yourself that you believe. And the more you tell yourself, the more that you are 
really reaffirming this limiting belief that that's not for you. And the that's not for me lie really can apply to anything, which what I wrote about in the book, like a house, right? Or a dream. So that's not for me is really BS. Okay. I'll just say it like that. All right. Hey, every now and then I might say a cuss word. Um, a lot of times I say badass, but I mean it in a very loving way. <laughs> so look, don't judge me if, if you're not into that, but I need to be able to show up as my authentic self. And every now and then that happens. So that's the first thing. Uncovering the that's not for me lie. Okay. If you are telling yourself this, but deep, deep down inside, you have this desire to help other women. And I say women because I work with women. Most of my listeners are women. Um, so I say women. All right. We'll just go with that. <laughs> but if you are saying that's not for me, but you have a desire to help other women, then we have to start reframing that and telling ourselves a new narrative. Like, I've never done that, but I can learn. I've never done that, but I would love to learn more, right? Telling yourself something that is not going to reaffirm the fear, the self-doubt, the imposter syndrome. I'm telling you because I've been there, okay? What I learned when I started my coaching business was that I was already mentoring women. I was already to, to some capacity really being someone that women would come to for advice, for, hey, how do I do this? Hey, how do you do this, Micaela? You know, those kind of things. But I couldn't see it until I really applied myself to coaching and prepared myself and invested in my business and invested in my personal development. And I'm going to tell you right now, I would not be here had I not worked with the mentors that I worked with, had I not actually focused laser focused on what it was that I wanted to do. And I can tell you, there would be no book. Truly, there would be no book because I'll be very honest with you. When I started coaching, I was still telling myself, that's not for me. That's not for me, right? One of the things that I always told myself, and I still joke around, um, I would always say, like, I'm just this girl from the hood. I'm just this girl from the hood. Like, yes, I'm educated. I went to business school. I went to cosmetology school. Hey, let me just say, if you think that's not being educated, look, I'm just going to keep it real with you. Going to cosmetology school, you put a lot of hours into that. You have to learn chemistry. You have to learn different angles, some math. I mean, there's so much that goes into your hair. And I'm just going to say this. If you, I'm just going to say this, please don't get upset with me. But if you're wondering why your hairstylist charges so much and you're like, man, why do they charge so much? Let me tell you, because your hairstylist went to school to do her hours and then take a state uh, board test right? To get certified, to get a license for from the state, wherever your hairstylist is, so that they can touch your head and work on your head, okay? And your hair. And hairstylists continue their training. They are continuing their training so that they can master their craft. And it takes an investment. So as a former hairstylist, I have a lot of respect for you. If you're a hairstylist, shout out to you, girl, because um, I appreciate how much you all put into your craft. 
Now, the reason I'm not a hairstylist, first of all, I was super depressed during the time when I was trying to grow my business or my clientele, I should say. I always say business because I'm in business. Um, But the other thing is that I really realized that I didn't have a passion for it like the other hairstylists. I didn't dream, live, breathe hair. It really, I loved, I loved it. I loved the transformation of it, but it really wasn't uh, what I really knew that I was supposed to be doing. Hang on guys. Cause I need to take a sip of water. Ever since I moved to Texas, my mouth gets my mouth, my throat gets very dry. Um, so if you ever hear me doing a weird sound, please forgive me. <laughs> it's this Texas dryness. I don't know what it is. I'm from Chicago. It's so different down here, but I'm, I'm getting off track here. Um, so back to what I was saying, in order to grow and, you know, personally develop, then you have to invest in yourself. And that's one of the things that I learned. Like I would never be where I'm at if it wasn't for investing in myself. So let's talk about the, that's not for me lie, right? If you have a deeper desire to help other people and you know that you can help them, then it is for you. There's a reason why you feel so drawn to it, right? Now, I do want to say that if you're wanting to be a coach because you think, oh, you can make some quick money, it does not work like that. If you're wanting to be a coach because you see other people that are coaches or your friend is a coach or maybe something that you've seen on social media. And so you're like, oh yeah, that would be cool. I think I could do that too. If that's one of the reasons, I would say really kind of dig into that a little bit more because you want to make sure, you want to make absolutely, you want to be absolutely confident and sure that that is the thing that you want to do right? The bigger why. If you listen to the goal setting episode, I talked about why. What's your bigger why? What is the bigger why behind why you want to do this? There has to be a bigger why. So really kind of dig into that a little bit, right? And that's where you might need some help really getting clarity on that. However, find out your why. What's your why? Do you want to impact others? Do you want to help others with their goals? Do you want to help others with something specific? Like one of the things that I do is I help women with their inner healing. What does that mean? Right? What does that even look like? It doesn't mean that I'm asking them triggering questions or trying to get into their business. It's that when we have things that we've gone through, maybe growing up, toxic, dysfunction, when we have gone through things that have really hurt us. And even as adults, we start to believe lies about ourselves. We start to tell ourselves a narrative that may not be true. So one of the things that I do is we really dive into, all right, what are the things that you're believing about yourself? Okay, let's point out some of the limiting beliefs, right? And I don't tell them. We identify these things together. It's a partnership, right? So once we start doing that, okay, let's talk about your boundaries. How does that look, right? Because a lot of times when we're trying to accomplish our goals and our dreams and we don't have the boundaries that we need in our life that are customized to who we are, then it's gonna be really hard to actually balance life and also 
really begin to go after the things that you want to do without feeling guilty. So that's another thing is, especially like I work with moms too, feeling guilty, right? There's limiting beliefs behind that too. Like the mom guilt, oh, I'm selfish because I could be doing this for my kids or instead of investing in myself, I could be investing in my kids' basketball. I don't know. I'm just saying, okay. Um, So we uncover those things. But also I help women who are like, I want to get into coaching, but I don't know who I'm talking to. I'm all over the place. Like if you are an aspiring coach and you feel like you're all over the place, listen, you're not alone. It's really about getting organized and getting clear on who is it exactly that I am talking to? Who is this person? And that's the same, that same thing. I take it and I apply it to when I am helping women with their podcast. Okay. So if you didn't know, I launched a group class and I'm most likely going to do it again. Uh, and that's one of the things that we're doing. We're working on them starting their podcast without the mess, without the worry of, do I need this fancy website? Do I need this fancy tool or whatever microphone? No, we're just going to keep it simple so you can get your podcast started. And then if you want to add fancy things later, then you can do that later. But um, if you want to know more info about the next class, you can DM me on Instagram at the Fearless Mohead Podcast. So I actually have one person on the waiting list now. So you can go ahead and and join in. Um, Now, let me just say this. I take that same thing, that same tool, that same teaching, and I put it into podcasting, right? Who is your ideal listener? Who is she? Who are you talking to? What about her? Why would she be attracted to your podcast, right? What is it that you need to say to her? What is it that she's struggling with? What is it that she needs help with? That's the same thing with coaching, okay? So if I hope if you're an aspiring coach that you can take this and this will be beneficial and helpful to you today. Um, And if you know someone who's an aspiring coach, send this to her as well. Now, back to what I was saying. Um, Again, this is just an intro to the coaching. Um, I may probably dive into that again. So even with coaching, even with podcasting, you need to go back to the limiting beliefs. What are the things you're believing about what you want to do and about who you are? Because again, season four is about identity. If you are believing things about yourself that aren't true, if you are embracing things about yourself because other people have spoken that over you, then guess what? You are actually believing lies about yourself. And so that's why it's so important to dive into what are these things that I'm believing about myself, which I actually talk about in the book as well. So listen. Either way, however you want help, I got you, girl. If it's a, if it's the book, if it's this podcast, however you want help, if it's coaching, I'm here, girl. I got you. Um, but I want you to know this, okay? Here's the thing. So many times we have gone through things in our own life. We have gone through very difficult things, but we found a way to rise out of it. We found a way to figure it out, right? Maybe you're self-taught in an area and you found a way to figure it out and make something easier for you and more efficient. 
But maybe that thing that comes easy to you is so freaking hard for somebody else and they're struggling and they're having a hard time and they can't even sleep at night and they're beating themselves up and they're doing the negative self-talk thing. And maybe you could be the person who's like, hey, girl, I have a toolbox for you. Let me show you what I got, right? How much time do we need so that I can show you the tools that I have and then give you the toolbox and you can go on your way because I've taught you strategy and I've given you tools to do the thing that you wanted to do, the thing that was on your heart. That's exactly what happens when you coach someone. So when I, before I got into the coaching world, I really, really believed like that's not for me. I don't have all the connections. I don't know all of these people. Um, I was the kind of person that's like, I don't want anyone to know my business, you know. But of course, now, of course, there's things that I keep to myself or only share with my very personal, um, close friends, right? However, I'm a pretty vulnerable, transparent person. I'm comfortable that way because that's where God positioned me. So it's not weird to me anymore. It's just me, right? Um, However, you won't know how much you can impact others until you actually step into that and understand what does this look like for me? Because my coaching business, my podcast, my book, right? The way that I speak, all of that may not work for you. There is a way that if you want to coach others, that you're going to do it your way, that it's unique to who you are, right? There's a way that you're going to draw your audience, your listeners. There's a way that that you're going to present your message. It's not going to look like somebody else's. And that doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong. That just means that what works for someone else may not work for you. And it's about finding what works for you and your lifestyle. Because a lot of you all that listen are are moms. And when you're a mom, girl, look, it's a whole thing, right? We are taking care of other humans. We got to feed other people and clean the house and whatever, right? All the things that we do, we do so many things. So what works for you, right? Because another limiting belief is, oh, I'm not going to have time. I have a job. I'm not going to have time or I'm running around with the kids or whatever it is. Listen, it's a lifestyle. Do you have free time on a Sunday to take a client? You probably do, right? There's 24 hours in a day. So where there's a will, there's a way. That's what I'm going to say. That's how I will present it to you. But here's what I'm going to leave you with, okay? Because I'm going to read part of chapter one. <laughs> Before I, girl, you know I could talk. Um, here's what I'm going to leave you with. If you have the answer to someone's problem, why would you not help them? If you know someone is struggling with something and you know that you found a way to overcome that and you don't tell someone about it, wow. And it's not to make you feel bad, but I had a conversation with my husband yesterday. It was actually me just kind of talking out of my behind, but (laughs) I had a conversation with him and I was just telling him like, if I smell bad, okay? I'll just say it like that. If I smell bad and I'm walking around smelling bad, there's something wrong that I smell bad. I don't smell bad. I'm just trying to give you, I always have a weird metaphor, but because this is kind of what I said to my husband. Oh, if I smell bad and somebody has 
the solution to me smelling bad, right? Like, hey, girl, I have this thing, this product that I've been using that it's it's going to take your smell away. <laughs> like, you're going to be a brand new woman. You're going to smell good. I don't smell bad again, for the record. I am just basically giving you a visual, all right? I want you to understand where I'm going. So if I smell bad and I'm walking around smelling bad and my husband's like, dang, girl, you smell funky and I just smell bad and you have a product for me that would make my life better, not just take my smell away, my bad smell away, but will also help me not feel bad about myself, not feel ashamed because I smell bad, not feel like I can't go anywhere or be around people because I smell bad. And if you have a, a solution to my problem, you have a product that can help me, why wouldn't you tell me about it? If you smelled bad, right? If you smelled, I ain't saying you smell bad, I'm just saying. If you smelled bad and you're walking around smelling bad and you you know you smell bad because people make faces or have commented or whatever, and you have this problem that you you don't know what else to do, right? You're at a point that you're frustrated. Maybe you can't sleep at night. Maybe you cry at night. Maybe you feel uh, worthless and shame because of it. Because think about it. When we're struggling, those things happen, right? So now, and maybe let's say even this, you've spent a lot of money trying to cover up the smell, but it's not going anywhere. And so if I have something or if if your neighbor or your prima or somebody has something, this magical, I don't know, magical water, I don't know, and you just, crema, whatever, lotion, it's something that is a little bit simple that you can just take that, begin to use it and apply it and do what you need to do, whatever the directions say, right? And that one thing takes away your bad smell. But it doesn't just take away your bad smell. It takes away your shame. It takes away your feeling of unworthiness, insecurity. You just feel more confident now. Because I don't smell bad. That I know of. But if I did, I would really hope that someone would help me. So, sorry for that strange <laughs> that strange analogy metaphor. Um, I just wanted you to understand. That coaching, you have no idea what you're life experience or your strategy could do for somebody else. So when you look at it that way, how can you not help someone else? And now this episode is for you if you've ever wanted to coach. So I'm going to leave you with that question. And if you want to talk more about this, girl, you know we have a podcast community. Go to... um. You can go to Facebook and look for it, but the easiest way is fearlessmuhat.com. Uh, click on podcast community. It'll take you straight there. So I'm going to leave you with that. We can talk about it there if you like. Um, if you have something that can help someone, a solution to their problem, why would you not help them? But the other thing too is, is people start feeling bad about charging people. And it's just what I said. If you have a solution to someone's struggle, why would you not help them? 
I'll leave you with that, girl. And now I'm going to read part of chapter one. So again, go to season four, episode one, which is uh, just before um, this episode. I had left off on page 15. We are in the healing journey. So I'm going to start reading. To heal, you have to confront your pain, rip some band-aids off, and clean the wound. You will have to face old wounds, some of which you weren't even aware were there. The healing process hurts, and you will feel fear rise up inside you when you decide you are ready to confront the pain. But fear isn't what you think it is. Fear is kind of tricky. It makes you believe you are in danger, but you're just uncomfortable. When you choose to embark on a healing journey, you are stepping out of your comfort zone. If you have never stepped out of your comfort zone, you will feel nervous and afraid. It may also shock you, but just know that you can overcome the fear. You are the boss of yourself, not your fear. Don't let fear hold you captive or paralyze you. Take baby steps if you need to, but don't let fear stop you. Don't allow fear to call the shots in your life because I'm telling you right now, if you let fear call the shots in your life, it will never stop. It will it will own you, control you, and never let you go. Remember that fear is just a survival instinct. Fear is what tells us w- when we are in danger. Sometimes it can be helpful, like when you're by yourself at the store and see a creepy person in the parking lot. But it's not that helpful when you're trying to do something good for yourself, like stepping out in faith so that you can heal. Remember that it's vital that you don't skip the healing process on your way to becoming a fearless mujer. Can I be honest with you? You know your girl over here is not a therapist, right? I'm not a therapist or a psychologist, but I like to think that I have a PhD in overcoming pain and setbacks in my own life. I believe that education is extremely important, and when I have the honor of meeting an educated mujer, it inspires me. But do you know what inspires me even more? I'm inspired when I hear stories of women who had everything against them and slain all that was meant to break them. Women who get back up after life has bruised and battered them are truly powerful women. Those are the women that you don't mess with. But you know what makes those women even better? The women who heal when life should have destroyed them become unstoppable. They find the freedom to be who they were created to be without worrying about what anyone thinks. How often have you tried to pursue something you were excited or passionate about only to have someone tell you your idea was too crazy? I experienced this when someone explained that I had to let go of my dreams because I was a mom. This person was older than I was at the time, and I thought they had all the answers. When you're in your early 20s, you think older people have it all figured out. That's what I used to believe, but mostly because I was insecure in who I was. Learning to heal reveals so much about yourself. You will have to be uncomfortable and comfortable with yourself all at the same time. That might not make sense right now, but if you have been through your own healing journey, you get me. I want you to know that this part of stepping into your fearlessness is going to hurt. Confronting your hurt hurts. It's not for the weak. Before I continue, I want you, I want to be completely honest with you. I'm not here to trigger you. I mentioned to you that I'm not a therapist. If you struggle with depression or feel triggered at any point during the first chapter, please let your therapist know you will be reading this. Maybe you can also take your time reading this chapter. If you are reading and you're like, Micaela, I'm good in the healing area. Please feel free to read ahead. 
I don't like to sugarcoat anything, so I have to be honest with you. And if you're reading this book, I can't imagine that you want someone to be to keep it real with you. You see, a lot of women want to feel empowered, so they listen to the podcast and watch the motivational speakers. They feel empowered for a few weeks or months, but then something might happen or someone might say something and the motivation high is gone. It becomes a feeling rather than something that has transformed their heart. So although my passion is to inspire and empower you to be a fearless mujer, we cannot take a shortcut. Shortcuts will cost you more than you could ever know. And because you only have one life and one shot to leave your legacy and to make your mark in this world, there can be no shortcuts. So if you were hoping to find a book telling you an easy way to step into your fearlessness, I am so sorry this is not that book. This book is for the woman ready to do the hard work of heart work because she is willing to become who she was created to be. The truth is that there are so many women walking around with band-aids, covering their wounds. They might look put together on the outside, but they are covered in band-aids on the inside. And if anyone dares rip them off, they run. How do I know this? That was me until God came along and ripped off my band-aids and made me confront my wounds. And let me tell you, it was painful. I had a band-aid on top of a band-aid and my wounds couldn't heal. I'm not here to take your band-aids off. I'm here to show you how to take them off for yourself. All right. So if you have the book, I stopped at the top of page 18. We will pick it back up on the next episode and I'll just continue reading um, the rest of chapter one as we go. Hey, thanks so much. I will probably do another live reading part of chapter one. So make sure you're following me on Instagram at the fearless mujer. And hey, share this episode with your amigas because girls, something powerful happens when we lift each other up. And by the way, if you want a Fearless Mujer t-shirt because we're celebrating this virtual launch of Dear Fearless Mujer, you can go to rebrand.ly forward slash Fearless Mujer shirts, capital letters. It'll be in the show notes. So don't worry if you can't remember. Grab your book on Barnes and Noble, Amazon or Walmart.com. By the way, I do have a 40% off scholarship this month towards private coaching. If you are interested in four months of coaching with me, let's talk, DM me, or go to fearlessmohead.com forward slash contact. Hey girl, God bless. Have an amazing day. Hey Mohead, before you go, did this episode help you in any way? I'd love to know what you thought about this episode so I know what content to keep creating for you. Do me a favor, tag me in your stories on IG at the Fearless Mujer Podcast and let me know how this episode helped you. And you know that the Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast, right? It's a sisterhood. Do me a favor, share this episode with your amigas, your primas, your tias, because something powerful happens when we lift each other up and together we're truly powerful. So tag me, tag your amigas share the link with them. And if you found value in this podcast, leave me a review on Apple because that means so much. And by the way, want to take the conversation deeper? Come join the podcast community. Go to fearlessmohead.com, click on podcast community, and let's talk about this episode. God bless.